From the studios in Bentonville, Arkansas, you're listening to 8th and Walton's Retail Supplier Podcast. Each week, we discuss the issues facing Walmart suppliers and bring you solutions from industry experts. Visit us online at 8thandwalton.com if you have questions about today's podcast. And now your host, Jared Davis. It's great to be with you again. I'm very excited about today's podcast because we've got a lot of information that's going to be essential to your online sales. You know, when we think about those online sales and better item pages, it's it's very easy for our minds to go right to, you know, better images or improved keywords, dynamic content, and things like that. And all that's very important, but one area that can make a huge difference that Walmart's actually begun to prioritize from its suppliers is product ratings and reviews. So, As a Walmart supplier, even if you want to get more or even more quality ratings and reviews, where do you start and what resources are available? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Rick West is CEO and co-founder of Field Agent. Rick and his team help suppliers with ratings and reviews every week. And today we're going to talk about why this is an important part of your online business, why Walmart is prioritizing them, how you can improve them, and a whole lot more. Lots of great stuff that we're going to cover, so let's get right to it. Rick, thank you so much for taking time to speak with us today, sir. Good, man. It is great being here today. Thanks for having me on. Rick, let's start off with Field Agent. How does Field Agent support suppliers? We like to look at it as helping suppliers win at retail. And one of the ways we do that are providing tools and products that help them do just that. And so we have everything from data collection, kind of field intelligence type of work, all the way up through insights, mystery shopping, as well as consumers, shoppers, you giving you insights inside of a store to marketing work where we do trial and sampling and ratings and reviews. So we come alongside saying, how are you uh, looking at your third parties? What are you actually doing internally? Based on third parties internally, we'd love to be your chosen provider to hit these three channels of work. When we're looking at ratings and reviews as such an important part of our business, what makes them so valuable for not only suppliers, but for that end customer as well? Yeah, I think from a practical standpoint, you know, we can all look back at, you know, what percentage of revenue is going to be at a retailers.com world. And and with COVID and a few other things, we're seeing that e-commerce includes everything from pickup to classic, you know, e-commerce type of work. And I think as that percentage goes from 5% of your revenue to 10, 15, it's significant enough that you need to have everything in place so that when someone shops, they're capturing all the information they need to have to make a decision. And so ratings and reviews we have seen over the years is one of the primary reasons why someone may choose item A versus item B. And quite frankly, uh, even to look at a e-commerce site, this is, gosh, I'm in a certain category. And if I don't see a lot of ratings and reviews, my question is, are people actually using your e-commerce engine to buy? And then B, from a product standpoint, I'm not sure that I want to buy these products because there's not enough engagement there to make me feel comfortable that I'm buying from A, a reputable e-commerce provider. And B, the product really does what it said it's going to do. Uh, and so ratings review are really, really important part of that to, to kind of validate those two things. Rick, as you're studying ratings and reviews and kind of looking at patterns over long periods of time, how have they evolved? I, I think it starts out where, uh, I hate to keep saying years ago, but you know, years ago when this first, you know, we started to engage in, in ratings and reviews, it really was quantity and volume. And I think what people are realizing now, and you can sniff this out yourself, 
uh, you go to a site that says, hey, I've got 8,000 ratings and reviews, and it looks like a computer generated everything. Well, you're smart enough to sift that out. So where a field agent comes in is that we are uniquely designed to give native ratings and reviews. And what I mean by native is that it's actually a individual consumer that has a validated purchase, and they're actually putting that review on the e-commerce company site, as opposed to having it syndicated across 10 different retails. You realize, gosh, I've seen that review five different times. So you start to sniff those things out. So I think the consumer or the shopper is getting smarter. And as they get smarter, we have to make sure that we're as candid and specific to that particular product and retailer as we can be. I think the other aspect of it is that you don't need two or three paragraphs, but you're looking for someone that looks and sounds like you. And when we come in, we're not using a thousand people to go capture reviews. We've got millions of people that are engaged. And so you might have reviews from all different zip codes and parts of the country. Uh, it's never the same person twice. So it gives variety and feel so that when someone comes in to purchase a product, it's like, wow, those last 20, 30 ratings and reviews look like unique people just like me. You know, you, you just touched on this a little bit, but for the Walmart suppliers, why are these ratings and reviews so essential and why is Walmart prioritizing them so much? I think it's back to that, that validity part is that you can throw up a thousand items on your website, but if it looks like the photos are okay, a little bit of a description, no ratings and reviews. It's it's almost like it's just static. And, and the last thing you want is for someone to go shop and there's a hundred items to choose from. And you, you're, you're quickly trying to assess how do I differentiate those items? So it makes the retailer look bad, if you will. I think the second thing is, as Walmart looks at this, I, I think if you use kind of a poker term, it's kind of table stakes, right? It's It's the the initial aspect of it, you really shouldn't even have your item up and running if someone hasn't purchased it before and has given me real customer testimonials. So Walmart's coming alongside saying, hey, even prior to launching an item on walmart.com, do you have reviews? And so let's get those up and running. So literally the day one, minute one, that item is live. If someone searched, looked for an item and it came up, you would have enough ratings and reviews to make it feel like that is actually a valid item that has been purchased before on walmart.com. And I think that's really, really important. So Walmart's pushing that aspect, not because it's a rule, because from a principal standpoint, we want to make sure they want to make sure that everyone has a good shopping experience, that it looks valid online and ratings and reviews really are the table stakes to even start having a conversation with a end consumer that's shopping online. Well, and what you just touched on leads into my next question, because Walmart is now asking third parties for ratings and reviews. So what do you see as their overall goal with that strategy? Obviously, I can't speak specifically for Walmart and how they look at it, but uh, look at it conceptually is that if an item has been up and running for two or three years, no one's worried about ratings and reviews. It's up and running, right? It's, it's really easy. All that makes sense. But when you have new items coming in and you're getting ready to launch something, as you launch that product, you know, Walmart's coming along saying, hey, it is a requirement that you've got ratings and reviews, you know, up and running here. So their push, I would say, is more for new, unique things that are coming in as opposed to, hey, let's go backwards and go push a bunch of ratings and review that something already has four or five hundred. Now, we could argue about health scores, Jared, and how old the old that a review should be, and do you have enough new and fresh? But I don't think that's necessarily the primary focus. Right now, the primary focus are is that we have literally tens of thousands of new items that are being spun up onto multiple e-commerce sites, 
And without a ratings and review, those items oftentimes just kind of sit because no one's willing to give it a try unless they've got a validated purchase hitting in. So I think that's really important, which is why you see the emphasis coming from Walmart along those lines. So when suppliers really do want to make that a focus of their business, getting more or more quality ratings and reviews, what do they need to do? Uh, listen, I would love to say you would call 1-800-RICK, right? You know, get a hold of a <laughs> well, field we, agent. And, we we and have, got, we have got a link to field agent in our podcast description. Perfect. So I want everybody to go check out field agent after they listen to the podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Ch- check that. I, mean, I, I think from a, a practical standpoint for us, uh, if a supplier wants to go down this path, Jared, you and I both know, especially as you work with service providers and people that provide products, let's go back to that uh, initial conversation about field agent. A supplier should be making products selling products and growing their business when it comes to e-commerce specifically around ratings and reviews that's not a focus area for most brands i mean so you need to let experts like us take care of that for you so we want to take the burden off to go get amazing quality native ratings and reviews on the sites that they need to be in and the quantity and the quality they're they're looking for as opposed to telling your e-commerce team said hey i know you're worried about item selling and pricing, you're working through all these things, go spend the next 30 days getting ratings reviews. It's just not value added work for a supplier. So from a quality standpoint, and from an execution, we want suppliers to look at companies like Field Agent to say, yes, I want to give them that work because they're trusted. I know they're going to deliver so that I can worry about, argue, kind of a higher level type of work that they should be focused on. Not that ratings review is lower level, but you you get what I'm talking about. It's important that you focus on the things you're really good at and use third parties like us to to do that work. Well, you know, you and I were talking about some of the smaller suppliers before. So do you think smaller suppliers can do the same or should they use a different strategy? I often tell people is, is that if you're a small provider and no one, listen, Jared, no one wants to spend money, right? Everyone wants, you got to count your pennies. It isn't that hard to figure out if your mom, your dad, your aunts and uncles and neighbors did those 20 ratings and reviews. And you can't operate and live like that, having friends and family being your research and friends and family being your ratings and reviews. And so if nothing else, ratings and reviews with Field Agent is one of the areas that you can play like the big guys. So whether you're a top 100, Fortune 100 company that's using Field Agent to do this work, or you're literally a mom and pop over here, Getting 25, 50 quality ratings reviews up and running on your site may be one of the most strategic things you do, as opposed to thinking, I'll do it on the short over here. I'll do it on the cheap. Customers could spell that out. And so I'm just saying, don't make that sophomore mistake. I know you can get through the process, but it's really not the right way to go. Rick, what about these suppliers where Walmart has only asked them for a handful of reviews? Yeah, I think that the, the same thing comes in is that we look at that from a health standpoint. So I've already got excellent amount of ratings and reviews and Walmart or someone's asking them to do more. Uh, we're going to come alongside and say, all right, what does it look like for every week or every two weeks to get another two, three reviews coming in? I mean, Jared, the last thing you want is that you notice, wow, there's 50 new ratings and reviews. They all happen on the same day. You're going to sniff that out, right? You're, you're going to kind of figure that out. And so we come along that supplier to say, yeah, don't overreact. You need a few new ones. Let's take the next four to six weeks, three months, and let's just methodically pull one from every state, three from this region. Let's methodically work through this. And over the course of two or three months, you're going to find that you have a very interesting set of people that are commenting on your product and it's engaging. I think consumers that are smart are going to notice that. 
and it, it doesn't require you to sign this huge contract. So with Field Agent, we're going to look at a subscription basis. And if it's really five reviews a month, let's talk about five reviews a month. You're not going to have to sign up for a thousand. So we can be as customized boutique as you need to be, but we can also get into the thousands for people that have 50 items and they need to have you know 50 a month. We can deliver that as well. Rick, as suppliers are kind of looking at all this in order to build their online business with Walmart, at what point should they really consider partnering with a professional firm like Field Agent? Listen, there are a handful of people out there, Jared, that have got it locked and loaded. They've got their own you know, team that's engaged. And listen, take that. But for the other 80% of the world, and I live in the world of 80-20, I'm a bell curve guy, right? You've got 5-10% that are killing it. you got 20% that are incompetent. And you got everyone else in the middle that's trying to play, you know, one way or the other. I'd say to them, so listen, let's look at the math. Let's look at the work that's in front of you. And what does it really take to get into a cadence to get ratings and reviews up and running? What does it really look like for the life cycle? What does it really make sense from a not only a quality standpoint, but from a quantity? And let's come alongside and kind of map that out. I mean, it it really isn't difficult, but it just takes a little bit of time to map that out. And you put together a plan. And so then because of that, Jared, I don't have to worry about that again. I know for the next year or two, no one's ever going to call me saying, this review is terrible. Oh my gosh, you didn't call and check on this person that said something was bad. You just left it out there from a health standpoint. Your numbers were low or they're high. We didn't have too many. All that's taken care of. And we've monitored that for you. All right. Well, once again, if you're a supplier and you have any questions about what you've heard Rick talk about on today's podcast, I've got a link out in our podcast description where you can learn more about Field Agent, talk with Rick, and find out how they can support your Walmart business. Rick West, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, sir. Great stuff. Jared, my pleasure, man. I look forward to talking again soon.